At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. This week, we fall for Fall Guys, and it's our first Patreon-requested topic on this week's Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Cruz, and with me again is my esteemed colleague, Travis Menard. Travis, how are you doing this evening? Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, Yeah, I... (laughs) I, I I get your point, Brandon. Just before we started this episode, you said, "Yeah, our our pre-show banter feels so much more loose and free-flowing. It's so structured when we start the podcast. I feel like you really took that to the next level with that introduction." I think that's really funny you bring that up, Travis. And here's why: because I did say that, as a matter of fact. But I want to go ahead and talk about that during our discussion part of the podcast after we talk about our social media presence. That's right. This NPR podcast, Apathetic Enthusiasm, is brought to you by the following sponsors, as well as your local NPR station. You can follow us on Twitter at Apathusiast. I am at Juggalmino, and he is at Barnyard Cruise. We're available on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. And you can send us an email at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. If you use Instagram like the young kids are doing, or so I'm told, apathetic underscore enthusiasm is the place to be. And of course, all of our podcasts are available at apatheticenthusiasm.com or your local NPR station. We are are streaming live right now on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter. Uh, So if you go to twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, you can find us live Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, yeah, YouTube. Stay tuned there. You can definitely catch uh, past episodes if you if you if you can't show up on a Monday night. Uh, but we're gonna figure out YouTube's changing their streaming methods, so uh, that that could be changing. But but stay tuned. Uh, finally, you can uh, buy our love with uh, uh, T-shirts over at our T Public page, apatheticenthusiasm.com/shop. It's the best way to get there, or support us directly, Patreon.com/slash apathetic enthusiasm a url change for all of you yeah uh, yeah it, it 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 covers all the bases it, it's folks there supporting this podcast the uh interdimensional rss and submitted for your approval podcast so thank you to everyone that is supporting us there patrons at our what ten dollar tier yeah yeah uh they they can actually request um topics for the show so a little bit later in the show we will be doing our first patron requested topic but uh first first up we have we have other things i want to i want to first mention the, the story at the top of the hour is you mentioned that kids are into instagram 
Well, we have one of our reporters, uh, Lakshmi Shmi, Lakshmi Shmi. Damn, I can't say her name. I've heard it so many times. I can't. I can't. Anyways, one of our reporters is talking about Instagram. Okay, roll, roll, roll clip. Okay, rolling. Uh, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> or am I supposed to improv no, it, no, or no, no. do you actually have a clip? No, no, no. Them? We're 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 listening to the clip right now. It, oh, okay. It's a obviously a, my I have a soundboard and obviously the the clip of the story that that we produced heavily is is playing and we're all muted right now. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the audience can't hear us while this this masterfully yeah. produced clip. Uh, this NPR. Yeah. <laughs> this. Uh, what? What is it? What is what is the type of award that journalists a, get? A Pulit- Peabody a, Award? A, Peabody, a Pulitzer? A Pulitzer? Pulitzer, yeah. yeah. Obviously, they're going to get that for for this clip. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, ten, 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 sec- ten seconds left. Oh, okay. um, look, this this going to be a great show. I think people are going to really, really enjoy the, this clip. But anyways, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Thank you for that story. We really appreciate it. And now... The news. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, do you listen to NPR? Uh, I I used to a lot more. Uh, I before the pandemic, I would drive my 2007 Honda Civic to and from work, and it has a CD player. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> it has a CD player and it has uh, an aux in and out, but that that's a that's about it. The reason I say it's no, no Bluetooth. No, 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 no. 2007. And so I would listen to the radio a, a lot more and I would listen to NPR a lot more. I I also got to say that the news wasn't as depressing and as frustrating as as it is now. Well, like it just mm-hmm. it, it, ex, it exhausts me. And at a certain point in time, I'm like, I can't I can't I can't do anymore. And then and yeah. then the p- p- pandemic hit. I, I had swapped to you know morning radio, morning DJ radios when when NPR was too much for me. Hey, this is DJ T <laughs> with Brandon of the Zoo coming to you live. It's K K A O five, the Saul, <laughs> and uh, then they they do do all their stuff. But then the pandemic hit, and it was just it was depressing listening to them because they're like, there's not really any news going on. Hey, everybody's still at home. We are too. I set up my closet to be soundproof, and it's time to play some Journey. All right, here we go. K-A-Z, the song. <laughs> uh, yeah, all, no, all okay. the time. Yeah. Anyways, yes, yeah, so, so I did I did, I did. did listen to NPR for a lot, a lot of time. Uh, the last NPR I listened to was actually a podcast that you had recommended I, I listened to um, a couple weeks back. It was it was a was, it was a story it was a specific story that you wanted me to listen to. Oh, it was probably on Up First, the daily NPR podcast. Yeah, that's 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 probably right. Yeah, yeah. I that's that's sort of my that was my uh, sort of introduction to NPR was uh, like I was looking for short, succinct daily news podcast. Uh, the New York times has had the daily. It's one of the most downloaded podcasts around. Um, and it's good, but it's a little bit more long format where the host takes one major story and discusses it for sometimes 30 minutes longer at times. And then he always, 
he always will like shift at the end of the story uh not always but he'll sometimes have like a a, a shorter like oh this is a, another headline that you need to know but he always goes this or no he says uh <laughs> this is what else you need to know today or whatever but he like has this like weird pause in it here's what else you need to know today <laughs> and i'm like and it's not coincidental because he does it every time. Um, but uh, Michael Barbaro, great, great job. You're doing, you're doing wonderful things. Um, but I needed something that was like, all right, I only have a 15 to 20 minute commute to work. I need to, I need to use that time yeah. to know what's going on in the world. And so I started listening to Up First, which is an NPR podcast, which is legit just like three of the most important NPR stories that they're going to end up repeating throughout the day anyway, but (laughs) I get it in a podcast format. Um, But that eventually got me to download the NPR one app. NPR is not a sponsor of this. No, 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 Um, not yet. Not. not, And I realized after I started listening, after I started listening to that, I was like, wow, a lot of this all just sounds like that podcast I listened to. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, news. Anyways, yeah. news. Let's uh let, let let's let's get away let's get away from the news. Uh t- today on the docket, as Travis mentioned in the in the announcement over the music, we have two things that we want to talk about today. Uh the first is something we want to talk about, and then the second is a is a, is a patron specific topic brought to you by Justin J1 who has been a, a, a long affectionately known as J1 around here. A, a, a long a long time fan of the show, fan of fan of us. I don't know I don't know why uh but longtime supporter of yeah of, of the show uh yeah. he's he's all around he's great had guy. songs written about him he's had handwritten letters written to him with travis's he's, ugly he's face tweeted his water bottle <laughs> with our stickers yeah, on him. yeah 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 uh yeah. so we, we have we have a we have a a, a topic uh for for him uh, sire dark if he's still in the the, the chat uh he's gonna hear the topic and he's immediately gonna drop off but before we get there Let's go ahead and talk about the first little piece, which is a game that we I think we talked about last week, and we probably mentioned it, yeah. And, and if we didn't talk about it last week, uh, we meant to. But then Travis streamed it on Friday night, and then I didn't, and I I was out of sorts, and I was like, I don't want to uh, entertain anybody. I just want to talk shit to Travis while he plays this game. And uh, this is what what is leading us into talking about the game on on Windows on PS4 Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout uh, by the developer Mediatonic. Yeah, it's it's the it's the it's the uh, flash in the the, hotness. It's a flash in the pan game that will everyone will forget about in about, you know, a month and a half. Which was, okay, which was I my want, hesitance uh, for for I I want I want to talk about the, the, the before we talk about the game itself I want to talk about our our dance if you will around uh, even adopting or, or or deciding to purchase this this game because uh, the game's been out for over a month now it, it first dropped August August fourth and quickly saw a lot of. Uh, interest it became one of the top games on steam very quickly they were having issues initially with supporting the number of players that were wanting to play it because they they didn't know it was going to be such a success and so how, how could to, they have qu- known 
how how they're not they're not ea right <laughs> um so they they eventually stabilize their server space and things like that and uh and yeah fall guys is hugely popular if you're watching us on twitch odds are that is the most popular thing being streamed right now uh on this platform and i I started seeing it on Twitch as we were looking around and as, as we were streaming and I, I, I saw a couple people that I know, like in discord, it would say they're playing fall guys. And I'm like, all right, what is this? And I, I check it out and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's a platformer game. Like, Oh, it's another battle Royale sort of situation. I got it. All right. Well, and it seems like it seems like it could be fun. And then my son saw it on whatever streamers how, he, he follows on that's how and he's it starts. like, Dad, we we gotta get this Fall Guys game, and I'm like, I and I, I'll be honest, I sort of had the same idea you did, where I was like, I don't know if this is gonna be popular for very long, so I, I held off, and then I talked to you when I was like, mm, I don't know, maybe it could be fun, maybe if Brandon's into it, we could like both try it. <laughs> Brandon, you want to try Fall Guys? And you're like, no. <laughs> No way I'm playing that game. Yeah. It's a flash in a pan. I, I don't know. I my, don't know what else you say. My, <laughs> well, my opinion on it being a flash in the pan game isn't hasn't hasn't unchanged, but uh there just like Fortnite. Fortnite is gonna is gonna drop off any day now. Uh, Fort Fortnite's uh, a a little bit different. Um but a little. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't. We could a, a brief aside about Fortnite. I never thought Fortnite would be a flash in the pan game, but especially seeing how much kids enjoyed playing it, uh, we were big in PUBG when Fortnite came out, and, and yeah, I, I swore PUBG was going to be bigger than Fortnite, and I was, I was like, I tried Fortnite when we were playing PUBG, and I was like, this game, nah, this, this, let's go back to PUBG. Nobody's, nobody's going to be into this. And look, boy, was I wrong, boy, boy, were you wrong? And it's all that it's all the free to play aspect of it that really that really sold it uh, that and that's, you know, the more you can get people to join it, the more people are going to to play it. Right. Because there's no there's no barrier to entry to, to give it a shot, uh, yeah. which uh, Fall Guys, even if it was free to play, I think a lot more people would be inclined to play it. Sure. Um and and I I think we'll get into a little bit of the the pay aspect of of Fall Guys in in a little bit, but at at, at any rate, today this morning, um, well, actually, let me rewind a little bit. I have a Mac, I have a PS4, and I have a an Xbox and a and a Switch. I have lots of game systems, but what I don't have is a Windows uh, machine. I didn't up until a couple days ago. Uh, this game is only on Windows and ps4 for right now it's not on it's not on mac so there there's that part where i'm like well i don't have a windows machine i'm not going to buy it on ps4 and and play with myself i can do that you know once everyone's asleep right uh <laughs> it's, it's, okay. anyway anyway um i didn't i don't i don't want to buy it for for that reason right i could watch i could watch you play it well a couple days ago uh all the schools went back for for my eight year old and uh the first week was kind of 
wasn't great. The second week kind of continued that trend. And, and my wife, Chelsea, was like, uh, we're going to gonna gonna have to homeschool them. I, I can do the, the people, the, the district here didn't train their people. It didn't train them well enough to get ready for, for virtual school and, and Zoom and all that type of stuff. So they're like, she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Well, what that kind of led into was the, the eight-year-old had been asking for a laptop for a while. Or like, well, we have a Chromebook. A lot of the stuff that he needs to access for school, it can't just be on a Chromebook. You need to install stuff. Uh, all right, we'll we'll take the plunge and we'll buy him buy him a laptop. Well, we bought him a Windows machine, a Windows laptop, and because of that, it was like, all right, I can install Steam. I can do some of these other Windows games. And, and then I, I remember today, Dear son, here's your hours, <laughs> my computer. He, he's got my entire steam library. He's got a lot, lots of games going on. He's set. He's set. Uh, and then, and then tonight I was like, Oh, I have a steam link. I can finally use that again and put it in my, my office. So his, his office is there. My office is here. I can use a steam link to reach back to his computer so I can play, play games. Okay. This morning. <sighs> hey, let me borrow 20 bucks. Just kidding. I'll take it from the Patreon money. Just kidding. It's 20 bucks. I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So you bought the game. I, you bought the game. I bought it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, w- I want to take a quick moment to shout out Flagoggle 21 uh, for the for the Prime subscription on Twitch. Thank you so much for, for the sub. Um, yeah. We... You were talking about me streaming it Friday night. Yeah. Uh, that's so- like... I was back and forth on this game. Eventually I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. Worst case, my son is going to like to play it. We've got a long weekend coming up. Like we can take turns to something we can do together. Um, so I, I bought it. We played for a couple hours often like switching turns. Um, and then he goes to bed Friday and I'm playing it by myself. And I'm like, why don't I just stream this? Like there it's, I I have everything right here in front of me. It's all, right. I just, I just hit a few buttons and then I, and I'm out live and, uh, and you're like, yeah, do it. And so then I'm playing, I've had the game for less than a day and I'm just playing terribly, <laughs> but, uh, but you're, you're there, you're mocking me. You're, you're That's observing. Right. And uh, we have a couple people pop in and out, have some good conversations that night. Uh, but the game is a lot of fun. And for me, I've been playing platformers my entire life. I'm sure you have similarly experienced because I've played many Mario Party type games with you and different things. So I know you're you're pretty, pretty good with a with a, with a platformer. And uh, obviously, Battle Royale style games have become almost the standard these days. And this is a weird mix of the two, right? Where you have a Battle Royale style platformer in sort of the the game show, wipeout game show type of, um, you know, like like the actual game itself calls each, each round a show. And and the sh- within the show you have the different rounds that ultimately end up with a winner of that episode, if you will. Yeah, 
And uh, I don't know. It's fun. I, I did. I was worried that there, there, there would be sort of a point where the levels got old or you'd kind of like play the same ones too many times. And then the game would just feel stale after maybe a month or several weeks. So I was very curious to see how well the game would be supported and if they would come out with more content or, or, or more stuff moving forward. And, and, and we'll get into the details of that a little bit more, but that is definitely happening. And, and, and for a game to be so quickly successful, I, I would expect any developer in 2020 to be like, Oh, People love our stuff. Well, let's keep rolling with it. Let's keep adding things to it. So, um, but let's talk about the game itself in its current state because you've played it for now. I don't know. You played a few rounds with me today. Did you play any more after we stopped playing? No, I I, I played one just to test out the Steam Link uh, right before we started recording. Um, yeah, I I the first the first time I saw this game was with. Uh, uh, Dean Dean DeFalco Vest Lord over yeah. over at Geek Aid. He he was playing it one one morning, and I saw it. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" Uh, and then let me do somebody else, watching somebody else. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Still, and then and then I was like, "All right, screw it, screw it, screw it." Uh, and then we had our conversations about it, led, leading into Friday night. You streaming me watching you talking that talking that smack but i was like i'm actually i'm actually enjoying being able to just not act not have to play a game and be able to comment and and have yeah. fun and, and be free to to do that type of stuff uh so much so that uh friday uh, saturday night i was like are you was it saturday oh no yeah you asked me almost every night this weekend you're like you play more fall guys so i can just watch you and make fun of you while we <laughs> while we stream it is that is that happening yeah yeah and unfortunately i i was i was busy the other nights but yeah uh, we, we, we yeah maybe maybe tonight maybe tonight for the post show we we, we can uh get a little fall okay, guys yeah going. yeah and we were both we were both we were both busy saturday night uh we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit but uh yeah so i i I downloaded it. I installed it today. I played a couple rounds, uh, went on to clean the house, practice on my, my, my drum set. And then, um, then I was like, are you, you want to play a couple rounds? And eventually you're like, I'm making kids, uh, my, I'm making my kids lunch. Uh, I'm a making a lunch. What hey, are you? <laughs> that's a me. I'm a, I'm a lunch maker. Uh, and then, and then we played a couple rounds with each other. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 fun. Uh, there's to me the the controls, uh, the very very simple controls. It's you have a jump, you have a dive, and you have a grab. And the, mm -hmm. the grab mechanic I haven't mastered probably because I don't do it enough. But there's like you you press the grab button on somebody, and it comes with like a little circle, and that means you're you've grabbed them. I think. Yeah, I'm not... it's a grapple effect, and then you got to do a strength save to figure. <laughs> Wait, no, that's D and D. That's that's later. later damn it, that's later. Ah, ah. Uh, so the, the the controls are are are, are fairly simple, uh, but the the difficulty in the platforming aspect or the obstacle avoiding aspect isn't the obstacles themselves normally. It's it's also the other people that are bumping and shifting you over and being 
just that's that's the most annoying part <laughs> not not to mention the fact that your body looks like a anthropomorphic jelly bean <laughs> that is like top heavy and if you land wrong like your whole head like just kind of floats backwards yeah yeah and then you try to you have to like gain your balance like from a from an ill-timed jump it's it's, it's not it's not like a uh it's not a mario platformer where everything is very crisp and every time you land it, it's very it's very crisp it's like you this game you you jump and if you're jumping up a hill you're going to you're going to land at an angle where you hit your face and then slide down more and then run. Or you land on another jelly bean. And so then you like completely fall and then you're rolling down the hill <laughs> and you, you've, you've lost more progress yeah. in the game. And then you yeah. don't qualify. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the other part of this, right? Is it is uh battle Royale style. So, you start with I think sixty players is 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 the beginning of a game, and then that eventually narrows down to to one final winner. But there, you'll you'll get like forty people at the end of the first round, and then it'll break. You'll lose twenty more, and little by little, uh, it's usually about four or five rounds uh, for for a show, if you will. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few different styles of levels. There's like the race levels where everybody's just lined up at one starting zone and you sort of have to run up a hill or, or through uh, a bunch of seesaws or something. And, and there's lots of opportunities to drop and fall and you have to restart somewhere else or you just drop and get eliminated immediately. Um, <laughs> do you have, and then, and then there's other levels, like there's like team levels where they split the group in, in half or they split them into thirds and you have to cooperate with other players to eliminate uh, the, the other groups. Um, those, those are actually the levels that I, that I like the least. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I feel the same way be, be, because then your, your individual skill gets, gets tossed out. Like if, if I, if, if on a level where you just have to crash through the right door and you, you step on the right disappearing pad. Yeah. You're like, okay, well my, my skill is gone and now I, that 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 was my fault i made i made a mistake in that when there's a a battle where you're trying to get uh there's three teams yellow red and blue and there's balls and you have to try to get all your balls and keep them in your colored zone and you're playing with a a, a group of folks who are either new or just inexperienced or unskilled and you're like well i know i'm better than them I'm going to get eliminated because I'm <laughs> with, with these folks. Yeah. yeah. You really are at the mercy of the randomized team generator there. Yeah. Because uh, there's, there's one team round where all, you have like three lanes and everybody has a giant ball. Oh yeah. And you're trying to push your <laughs> color ball down to the end. And the first time I played that half my team just ran ahead. So instead of having the benefit of more people, and more strength to push the ball faster. They just ran to the finish. And I'm like, that's not the point of this game. You, there's no victory down there if you don't help us. And, uh, their, their strategy was I'm going to get down there and I'm going to block the other team's balls so that the, the three people left on my team can eventually get ours down here. 
and it failed miserably, and we, we didn't <laughs> win. Whereas the second time I played that, everybody stayed together. We all pushed it much faster, and we were able to get the ball into the goal like a lot faster. So, yeah, those team dynamic games, uh, they can be really frustrating, but it it is interesting, and I think because you can play multiplayer, I think you can have parties up to four um, playing together. There's a benefit if you have a group of people playing together where if they keep everybody on the same team, then yeah, like, all right, everybody, let's do this and you can work together. But otherwise you're kind of just hoping for the best. Yeah. Hope, hoping, hoping, hopping for, for the best. Um, yeah. uh, So, Oh, I mean, overall, I will say the game is fun and I would like to play more. I wish the the rounds went faster. The same critique I've had of of PUBG uh, at times. But I what the thing that kind of it doesn't irk me necessarily, but the thing that concerns me about this this game talked a little bit earlier about the money piece. We it's a twenty dollar game. Yeah. And that, you know, that's fine. Uh Let's see. Um, in the in the chat, uh, do, 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 do. My, my anime podcast asking if Fall That's Guys right. is worth every penny. Thank, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it is it worth every penny? Yeah, I don't know if it's worth every penny, but I will give the developers credit. And you know, you 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 made a game. You worked hard on the game. A lot of people love the game. You know, I I will I'll, I'll give you my my twenty dollars. What I. I, I I, I want okay go ahead what what i what i don't like is that we're giving them a pass for microtransactions on cosmetic purchases okay so so that is standard fare for the fortnite crew right my son has dumped way more money into fortnite than he would have if he had just bought the game for $60 and then all, you know, cosmetics were free or whatever, or you could earn, or like, like, like Overwatch, where if you play enough and earn enough loot boxes, you could get most all the cosmetics, but there's a, there's a randomizer. And so you're not guaranteed to get certain cosmetics and things like that. Um, And, and so I, I, I hear what you're saying. I do feel like maybe this, this, these developers in this game may have come from a position, just like we talked about them not having ample server space to support the early adopters of this game. There's, there's probably, there's probably some, or, or a number of meetings in that, in that organization where they thought, all right, do we, do we make it free? And try and, and start to charge on cosmetics and then maybe charge for like a battle pass situation. You know, every every shooter now has like a battle pass where you can get the base stuff. But if you pay for the season, like 10 bucks, then you can unlock way more stuff. Do they do they do that route and hope to get the early adoption for free and then charge with each season? Or do we get that 20 bucks up front? hedge our bets and then see if people are interested in buying slurpy and hot dog costumes for their <laughs> jelly beans for, for you know 10 15 dollars pop I, I and they ended up with 
both. People are spending the $20, and then they're also spending money on the DLC. They're buying you know, additional coins so that they can unlock other items, which is not what I'm going to do. And really, I kind of fall into the camp where so long as they don't start, if they if they make it where I can unlock, you know, 40 items or whatever, like I think it is right now, uh, just by just by playing a lot and then they move into a new season and I can unlock more stuff that way. But they're not expecting me to, you know, feed them ten dollars with the next season. I would much prefer that and pay the 20 up front than get into a situation where every two months they're like, hey, new season's coming out. Get your wallets ready because we've got the new jelly bean pass. <laughs> well, you use Fortnite as an example. And the key to it, because it's like the most prominent thing. Well, right? the, the, <laughs> the key the key difference there is again, the game is free and you're not paying for the game. You and if you if you want cosmetics, then you can buy cosmetics. But Fortnite didn't start out as free. If you really dig back to the beginning of Fortnite, Fortnite was like a a single or multiplayer campaign, you know, game. And well, and now it's referred to as Fortnite. What is it? Against the world or whatever? Or yeah, um, the 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 core the. The core the, game, the story mode, right? That that yeah. nobody actually thinks about when they talk about Fortnite. Right. The, the core, the core game that Fortnite expanded off of, you bought that. But as soon yeah. as Fortnite, the battle royale mode came out, that was free. That was free right away, and then you mm -hmm. never had you never had to pay for that game. And so you can. But it was because Epic was not getting players in their core game and they needed to bring players in. Right. So, and, and, I, and I'm, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not arguing with that. I'm just, I'm just saying there's a difference between this game that we're talking about and, uh, and, and Fortnite. No, For I'm pretty sure there's a jelly bean single player <laughs> campaign that you have to go and save the world while your head's flopping around. Uh, like the, the, so, so what, what I'm, what I'm saying here is Fortnite was free. You pay for, you pay for cosmetics if you want. Okay. Uh, now there there's other there's other variations of this pay for play model not not pay for play that's that's a misnomer uh league of legends i'll throw league of legends out there i know you don't play league of legends but league of legends you can you can it's a free to play game you you can you can it's free to play you can play it as as so much and you can unlock all the different characters because you're playing a lot and you can also pay for cosmetics uh there's there's a progression there where you're you're not you don't have to pay for it or you can or you can pay for it and get the characters unlocked right away and and then, then you can pay for the cosmetics uh let's see what other like call of duty uh well actually you know let's take that back let's go with battlefront 2 battlefront 2 yes you can pay to unlock stuff faster but you you can also unlock everything for uh for for playing so much and in, in that that progression now i understand that this is a a small time developer it's it's an indie developer they're not they're not ea they're not epic they're uh they're not a claim is it claiming anything anymore doesn't matter activision activision I, tony hawk pro skater <laughs> one and two it's, it's, it's on my mind they're 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 not they're not them and so i understand they need to make money and they they want to make money. My only concern is 
will give me a way to unlock these things without with, by putting the time in without having to pay extra money to to do it. and maybe maybe they are because i've spent maybe a, you know a, a total of an hour and a half in the game and, and that's what i will say like i feel like we've between me and my son we've put in a lot of hours and we've got a lot of coins they have an item shop that you can spend your in-game currency on and unlock a lot of different skins um and like designs for your jelly bean um but that stuff changes out like daily right so the things that are available are you know change from day to day and you have to win games. You have to, you know, trade in crowns or, or, or coins to get some of that stuff. So if you're good at the game, if you play it a lot, then, yeah, you can you can unlock a lot of that stuff for free. But if you're just like, man, I really love that soda can. I want to be that soda can. At least on Steam, you can click a button and it will bring you to the Steam store that has bundles and things where... People with way too much disposable income can buy their, you know, jelly bean decorations. <laughs> so, but with that, again, we are talking strictly cosmetics. These are all just things that make your character look a certain way. It's not actually giving you a a known advantage. Like maybe, maybe the can shape a little maybe you bounce off <laughs> yeah, like the bumpers a little bit differently yeah, but the hit detection it, it would be it would be, it would be very different like very minimal um that said you don't get any sort of specific advantage for for paying it's not a pay to win situation which would which would really frustrate me however that doesn't matter for all the players that just cheat to win <laughs> which has become uh really like frustrating to me uh, as a PC player. I don't know if this is as big of an issue or an issue at all on PlayStation because you're just limited by how much access you have to game files and your ability to cheat on console. But there are a lot of players. Um, I say a lot, but most rounds that I'm in, I feel like, there's there's cheaters every few rounds right and the last th of the last three final rounds i was in two of them were won by someone that was cheating <laughs> so so that's frustrating to me right and these cheats can look like a lot of things they can look like um someone hacking the game to where they can basically fly and just move their character wherever and so on a race <laughs> level they just go up shoom, like right to the end and they've they've qualified immediately um and that's super advantageous in some of the final rounds where like you're jumping from hexagon to hexagon and the last person to fall to the bottom like wins and that person is literally just floating there watching everybody else <laughs> jump around and you're just like okay there's there's no way i can win this um which okay Cheaters are a part of PC gaming. We we see them in we see them in Fortnite. We we, we, we saw it in Pub, PUBG. We saw it all the time, right? No way that guy sniped me from over there. He's got to be hacking. Um, but a lot of those games had some sort of reporting system baked in, or something where you could you could type in the dude's gamer tag. Fortnite 
has it now where it's like just like a standard option. As soon as somebody kills you, you're like, do you want to report this guy? No, no, that's fine. He's, he's, he, he got me legit, whatever. Not, not available to like one, you don't have gamer tags. You don't have screen names. You <laughs> yeah. can't change your name. Yeah, what, what's your, what's your fall in, guy? In, your, your fall guy is like 12. I'm fall guy. I'm like 11. Yeah. I, I didn't actually write it down because I'm, <laughs> I'm not playing. I don't know what it is. Um, I know yours is 9863 because I wrote it on my whiteboard <laughs> next to my desk. Um, but yeah, you can't change your name. So you just have a little four digit number to, to indicate who that is. And I'm pretty sure there's more than a, th- like there's gotta be 10,000 people playing this, right? Maybe like you think, you think they've got to recycle those numbers somehow. How, how are they? How, yeah, I I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe it's regionalized. Maybe I, they only have. I'm certain... not an IT guy. I don't know. I don't know how they go. Anyway, uh, so then there's nothing in game to report someone. So if you're sitting there watching the victory sequence of a guy that literally just beat <laughs> the the mountain in thirty sec in like two two seconds, just zoop right right to grab that crown. You can't be like, all right, this guy cheated. Let me let me just put in his number. So I I googled like, how do you report cheaters in Fall Guy? And it's like, oh, here's a link. And then you go to the the developers thing, and they're like, all right, guys, thanks for everybody sharing all this information about cheaters. But if you're experiencing a cheater in the game, it's because it's their first and last time cheating. Our cheating detection software is now recognizing when people cheat. And they'll be flagged and kicked out of the game. And I'm like, that's not working. Because they're either, I don't know, deleting the game. Like, I don't have to log in. Yeah. I don't have to log in with an email or anything. Yeah. So are they just getting a new four-digit number is, and cheating is again? It, is, it, is it, do you have to play it through Steam? Do you have to launch it through Steam? I don't know. I have every because, time. Because, I mean, if if you don't, then then yeah that that would apply if you have to log in through steam well then you know that's then then there's a there's a steam account associated with that that player number and then there there's a way for them then yeah. to track it but track but uh, he he Heath bar guy in the chat talking about how he saw a team in one of those team games they were teamed up with the hacker and the whole team threw the match to to get that 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 is some community effort right there and and kudos to to that team for for getting the hacker out of the game but yeah 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 it's it's real frustrating uh because i i i was i had crowns in my grasp <laughs> and uh and i missed them yeah. because because me too guys. i'm sure um i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> well <laughs> I, I, anyway uh we we have we have another topic to talk about i just want to say yeah that's fall guys we're playing it. if you're playing it hit us up send us an email send us a tweet and uh let's let's party up sometime and, and play some let, let us let us party it up sometime uh af- party af- af- after after we talk about it tonight uh after this this episode airs we we will probably take a little bit of a maybe like a five ten minute break the switch up and then we'll we'll probably play a little bit with some after show stuff play a few rounds at least yeah yeah yeah. yeah. but uh before we do that everybody uh we we have a a special thing and i'm going to use a segue we we talk about i'm going to use a segue i'm going to drive around in a segue 
uh, we talked about streaming Fall Guys on Friday night, and then I, we alluded to something on doing something Saturday night. Well, Saturday night, we hadn't played this game in a long time, but we came out and we played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time in, yeah, in probably a, Dungeons and a, mo- a, a month or two. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's been it's been yeah, a while. John, Kevin, Travis, and my my younger brother Brett. We we hopped in. We did a one shot that John ran on the virtual tabletop software. It's a server that he runs on, on his own. It was a way to get us for us to get familiar with with the interface of VTT, and, and there's still some bugs to work out, but I I, I like it overall. Um, but but we we got we got to play that. Uh, it was really cool. It was. A, I will say as a really quick one shot, it, it took us till two in the morning. We started, it was like five hours. I think we, yeah, played. yeah. Um, but, uh, we, we could talk a little bit more about that some other time. Really. Well, we're, we're here to talk about and another great one shot by John. I will say yeah. that he, he, he did, he's, he, he, he did, he does great. He did work. not a whole lot of prep. He wanted to do, see how well he could improv for a lot of the, the preparation, uh, and and for the most part, I th- I think he did really 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 well. Uh, but the reason we're bringing up D and D is because J one, old Justin, he has requested as a as a longtime supporter, as a longtime Patreon supporter, and just a, a supporter in general of our show, has requested that we talk a little bit about D and D, but not specifically the unearthed Arcana portion of D and. Dungeons and Dragons, which is the stuff that they're developing to add as official content, but is not quite official as far as Adventures League stuff goes. And Travis, you looked up Adventures League. Can you just kind of de- uh, describe what the Adventures League stuff is? Yeah. So if if you're completely unfamiliar with D and D, you you have rule books, right? You've got these big hardcover rule books. You have the player's handbook, the the dungeon master's guide, the monster manual. That's sort of the the core three books that tell you how to play the game, what the rules of the game are, what all your spells are, things like that. But beyond that, Wizards of the Coast also has a ton of other official books that you can use to. Uh, get different types of characters, add more spells, different types of monsters. There's pre-published adventures where they actually write out a story with unique monsters to that story. Sometimes there's unique items and things like that. And all of that official stuff is used by players you know, around the world to play the game. But when they get into the um, Adventurers League, this is sort of the official excuse me league sanctioned dungeons and dragons if if you're rolling into your local game store on you know a friday night and you see that group at the table in the back there's a good chance that they are playing if they're playing dnd uh some sort of adventurers league style and this is this is where in a you can if it's at a convention, at a game store, things like that, these are official events that follow specific rules. You can't, you can't do like home baked stuff. You can't really like create your own monsters and things like that unless they already exist in in some sort of uh, area. And the players bring uh, a character into the game that they started at level one. 
And you actually, along with your character sheet, you keep an adventurer's log. So this is this is something that shows everything that that character has done mm. and how they've progressed through. So if you roll into a game at the local game shop with a level 10 rogue, then you can bring your adventurer's log and be like, this is everything that my character has done to get to this level. Uh, there's rules like your play, your character can't do the same adventure twice. So if somebody's running pre-baked, like say they're using the Lost Minds of Fandelver from from the starter set, right? You can't you can't bring your level five back in and do that again to try and like power level them or whatever, right? So there's there's a lot of extra rules for how you as a player. Um, use your character to engage with D- official D and D content, right? Um, this was eye opening to me. I didn't even realize that this stuff existed, uh, but it was really interesting to me, and it it it, it gave me, um, I don't know, a little bit more of an appetite for trying out, you know, some of those games out in game stores or at other places, and 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 seeing what it'd be like to take one character from game to game and through these different adventures and 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 sort of i know we talked about it in the past how when we when we go through these one shots and things i get a little weary of building a new character every time and so i like this idea of bringing a character in and out of different adventures but that's not the topic right yeah, we're talking a, about unearthed arcana right and so what unearthed unearthed arcana is is this is that play testing um, stuff that Wizards of the Coast has written, they're testing out. They want to see how it would work in the environment. Maybe they're going to add it to some sort of mod or a new adventure. But maybe it's not balanced correctly, or maybe the spells that they're adding in are a little too powerful. So they release this content for free on their website so that players can play them in their own home games and test it out and then give feedback and say, like, yeah, this thing is way too strong or, oh, we added this to a character and it didn't really have any effect or things like that, right? Is, I mean, it's, is that the impression that you got from looking yeah, at it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is... This is players being able to alpha or, or beta test content, and then uh, you know, with with their feedback, being like, ah, this this ability is overpowered, or this 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 ability is is kind of crap, and no one is going to take this uh, except for maybe flavor of of character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it goes on to every aspect of of D anD D, whether it's a, a class, whether it's a race, whether it's uh, feats. Um, spells new new spells stuff like that uh so what what we did is travis and i we looked at basically i think you looked at two different uh two different articles at least two i looked at, yeah. i looked at two specific uh pdfs uh from this unearthed arcana i looked at uh july's and august's which talks about two subclasses that they are are looking at and then to uh, a handful of different feats uh, that your your characters can can take on. Uh, what did what did you end up looking at? Uh, I looked at some stuff from March, uh, pre pandemic, as as we like to think about it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and these were some additional spells and something that they were adding in or 
uh, looking to add in, which was magic tattoos. Magic tattoos. Oh, yeah. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of they're kind of interesting. Uh, the the spells stuff is pretty. You know, face value. There's some some new spells for different classes. Um, bards get a a new third level summon face spirit spell. Some some other stuff that like doesn't even get a lot of information because they're like, oh, this is an existing spell. We're get, we're gonna see if this class can use an existing spell at this level, right? So it's <clears throat> it's not even so much writing a new spell, but reworking which classes can use which types of spells. Um and then there are some brand new spells as well. So um there's an acid stream one hmm. that where you can like shoot acid uh, otherworldly form looked really cool where you could uh transmutate into a a creature from the lower upper planes and it gives you like all these added buffs and turns your physical attacks into magic attacks and things like that um so it's really cool but those sorts of things i could see as being really neat to incorporate into one of our characters and be like all right let's see how this works let's try it out and then if you like wipe the entire fight <laughs> The first time you use it would be like, all right, maybe that's maybe that's a little much. <laughs> we uh, I, I'll I'll say this about Unearthed Arcana, uh, some of the non-official Adventures League stuff. Uh, it just uh, before I get into um, one of the, the the subjects that I looked into this last weekend, my 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 brother Brett he said, hey, uh, do you think John would be okay with me playing as a grung? Uh, a grung monk and the grung was is a it's a it's a race that has existed but uh volo's guide to monsters it was kind of introduced and, and fleshed out and then one grung above on dnd beyond you can actually create a player character an unofficial player character using the grung and the thing about this character is it's it's not official you can't use it in adventures league but uh you can use it to test out and and, and have fun I was like, yeah, you know what? I want to, I want to do that too. We can be the super Grungio brothers. And, um, the, the, the thing about this character is, is whenever you touch something skin to skin, it gives them a, the poisoned status. They have to, they have to do a, yeah. a constitution save to get a, uh, to save from a poison status, or you can poison like a piercing weapon to give, you know, a, a 2d4, uh, poison damage to, to the piercing weapon if upon hit which is kind of overpowered and and probably the reason that we actually ended up surviving the the one shot uh because yeah because they kept hitting me or brett and then getting poison and then being at disadvantage uh for 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 most hits but that's an example of, of the, the kind of things where like yeah that, that that could be fun to to incorporate into a campaign and everything we do <laughs> Everything we do, <laughs> so like sorry, I'm I'm mildly dying over here. <laughs> Everything we do, as far as D and D goes, we we're not official. We are always kind of being like reaching out and be like, oh well, uh, we'll we'll get this character, or we'll we'll try this this race, or yeah, we don't technically own that book, but we'll we'll try this this feat and all that type of stuff, right? Yeah, and and this is the type of stuff that I wouldn't mind like incorporating into whatever campaigns that we're doing which, you know, we'll, we'll get into that at, at the tail end of this. 
Yeah, that's what made me really glad glad that he brought this up is because we kind of do this kind of stuff already as a group, but I wasn't aware that all this information existed to pull from. Mm. So, it, and it's cool that they just put it out there and they're like, hey, try it. This may not be the final version of it, but see how it works. Yeah, it's 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 like it's it's official fanfic is is essentially what it is. That's all D and D is. Period. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Dragons official, but then the official fanfic for Dungeons and Dragons before they make it into canon. That's essentially what unearthed our canon is. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so one of the one of the things uh, that I looked up was subclasses and the the for subclasses you have your main class which is like barbarian or fighter or rogue uh mage sorcerer it's a ranger druid etc well the the august version of arcana went into two different subclasses for the bard and warlock classes uh, and and so upon third level for most of these classes, you can pick a subclass. For the bard, you can uh, decide which bardic college you uh, are 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 from, and that that bestows upon you like certain benefits or different types of spells. Yeah. Now, I my my second character that I played was was uh, Lou Gossett Senior, and. Uh, he was a, he was a, a goblin bard, and some of the, the one of the, some of the things that this this the this subclass can do that uh, it's a college of spirits, and it talks about the stories of the past are powerful. They hold lessons of history, philosophy, and magic. Bards of bards of the college of spirits seek the stories of those from beyond the material plane. Using gaming sets, they reach out to hear their stories, but the bards have no control over what story they find. One of the abilities uh, at third level is a thing called Tales from the Beyond, and it says you reach out to spirits who tell their tales through you. While you're holding your spiritual focus, you can use a bonus action to expend uh, bardic inspiration to roll on the spirit's tales table using your inspiration die. So essentially... You roll a, a roll a d12, and depending on what you roll, you can uh, hear a, you can think of a tale from a beast, a warrior, friends, runaway, avenger, hero, fae, unknown, celestial, dragon, giant, dark spirit, and depending on what you do, they all each have like a different kind of uh, benefit that 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 come out. So, for example, the if you roll a D3, you recite the tale of friends who found each other in the afterlife. The target and another creature of its choice can see within five feet of it regains hit points equal to a roll of your inspiration die and your charisma modifier. And it's that part is random. So you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Oh, I got, uh, I got friends. And then <laughs> the, the improv side of me would be like, Okay, guys, uh, I'm like in the middle of combat. I'm I'm getting I'm oh, I'm seeing a story. Hold on, uh, guys. There Okay, it's uh it's in the middle of a city. There's a coffee shop. It's uh there's a guy named Ross and a girl named Rachel. <laughs> it I'm I'm seeing Central Perk. 
and then uh, the perk is that uh, everyone heals up, right? Everybody gets a stat boost. And uh, yeah. there's a, there's a couple of other cool things from that, but I just thought that that's a really interesting mechanic to be like, it, it, it will always benefit you, but the but the benefit is completely random. But it also like gives you a prompt to do kind of character building or or yeah. or world building, which which I think is really cool. And I think I think all of this additional content, it's great that they open it up and they they use the community to kind of test this stuff out, along with the PDF files of how to do all the stuff. There's a bunch of surveys, so if once you go out and you actually incorporate some of the stuff into your campaign, you can go back and answer some questions about it and. And and give that feedback directly back to the people that are that are continuing to make gaming modules and things like that. And so then you can you can have a little bit of a you know a little bit of an impact. And and then you you know you get that new adventure that new book that comes out. And maybe one of these things ends up being in there. And you can see like oh did this did this get stronger? Did it get weaker? Did it stay the same? Um, I think all of that is really cool and another benefit to you know them them presenting it in this way yeah were, were, were there any other uh things that jumped out from the things that you read um i mean the tattoos are a really cool aspect I, I thought they were really cool they're they're basically the way that they work is it's like a magical item so it's like a magical tattoo needle that when as you attune to it the needle puts the tattoo ink into your skin or whatever and creates the tattoo. And then the needle itself disappears, becomes the ink and becomes part of the tattoo. And so you have different sizes of tattoos based on the strength of the, Hmm. the spell or things like that. So it was like a really overpowered magical (laughs) tattoo, like a legendary tattoo covers two limbs and your torso. So if you're totally tatted up, right then then you have like a legendary spell but there's there's cool different things that it can do so there's there's like um one was a coiling grasp tattoo where the tattoo looks like intertwining designs and then if somebody's within 15 feet of you the the tattoo actually goes out and like grabs them and grapples them and then they have to do a strength save and stuff but that's the other weird thing about this you think about tattoos in terms of permanence right but these are items that can be spent or you can lose them. And so then you'll actually lose the tattoo and like, it'll just turn back into a, the needle that huh. will fall on, on the ground near the player. That's painful. Um, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't sound awesome, but it's a neat idea. And really the concept of having like a magical tattoo you know, maybe you play as like some druid or or a barbarian that's like got these really awesome designs, right? And then all of a sudden in the middle of combat, like they start to glow or they, you know, suddenly they're increase their their armor class or things like that. Um, just that concept from like even like a storytelling yeah, yeah, yeah. perspective. I really like the idea of that. So there's, there's, um, there's yeah, a, I, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. There's a Ray Bradbury book, uh, which is a, a compilation compilation of stories called the illustrated man. And it was all, it was made into a movie back in the the seventies, eighties. Uh, but it, it was the illustrated man is, is a guy who's just adorned in tattoos and each one of his tattoos tells a different story and it goes into a different story. Um, 
like Maui from uh, Moana. Yeah, yeah. Illustrated Man started it. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same story. <laughs> pretty, pretty much the same story. No, that, that that's re- that's really cool. I, I really dig that. As a, yeah, I, it's interesting to me that, that you're in, you like that because you don't you don't have any tattoos. I know. Yeah. Uh, just because all... <laughs> I haven't figured out what I want. <laughs> uh, well, I that's, that's really what it comes down to is I know that's bonus. I content. haven't thought of anything where I was like, you know what? That's something I want permanently on my body forever. I want a, I want a tattoo of a penis on my penis. But the, the problem is it's not big enough. So, so... I... <laughs> um, oh, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, I so the last the last thing I wanted to to, to bring up was I looked at feats and, and feats are things that they're you're on the internet looking at feats, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, because I already just I just talked about penis size. Um no, I'm talking about feats, F E A T S. In D D, these are thing these are attributes that you can uh get and assign to your character. Um they do they do special things. Uh grappler is the the kind of standard feat which lets you um, gets you like an advantage to grappling or something like that. I don't know. Nobody ever takes it because nobody wants it. Well, uh, the the second piece that I looked at was a list of additional feats that uh, they're they're play testing. The one that jumped out to me was, and there's there's twelve or thirteen of them. The one that jumped out to me is called Tandem Tactician, and it says your presence in a scrap tends to elevate your comrades you gain the following benefits you can use the help action as a bonus action now the reason it it jumps out to me a lot of these talk about like oh increase your wisdom score or or strength score uh you learn an extra spell do this that or the other but what i've noticed in our in our playing is we don't use the dodge action we don't use the very rarely. We don't necessarily use the uh, like prepare. Or we don't use the help like a ready action. Yeah, yeah. ready. There you go. We don't use, yeah. really use a ready action. We don't really use the help action. And and for me, I, I can't I can't attest to anybody else. For me, those actions I rarely use because I'm like. Well, if I'm on my turn, I'm going to use my action to do something productive. Yeah. And also, usually when I use one of these kind of passive abilities to help somebody else do something, then that person doesn't do anything to my help. That my that my yeah, act- doesn't do anything that'll benefit from yeah. your help or I'm, whatever. I'm yeah. like, I, I'll 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 help I'll help this person. I'll help this character. Uh, I'll distract them so they can hit them with their great axe. And then on that person's turn, they take the disengage action and run 30 feet the other way. And I'm like, why? Well, yeah. I, I just fucking wasted my, my, my action yeah. uh, for, for, yeah, you retreat. need a little bit better, you know, communication around the virtual tabletop at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's not a real example, but th- that is kind of just the, the spirit of why people don't take the, help action in, in in our in our world anyway yeah. so to have it be a bonus action kind of kind of kind of eases that or or makes it more beneficial to be like okay cool i attack with with my weapon that's my main action i don't have a bonus action or i don't have a bonus action i want to use you know what as my bonus action i'm going to help 
uh, Travis's character, um, you know, distract the enemy so he can hit him with a blow dart. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I really dug that. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And I, if you are uh, a D&D player and you have not, um, you know, tried any of this, maybe, maybe you're not playing an Adventures League sort of, sort of match at home, then uh yeah definitely check out this uh unearthed arcana stuff it's 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 available on the dungeons and dragons website um they have tons of of articles and posts of of different things that you can you can reference and and use in your next campaign big thanks to j1 for for suggesting this topic and actually teaching us quite a bit about um some more options for our future D play yeah yeah uh, as as brandon mentioned we did we did play over the weekend. It, it it was a lot of fun. I'm hopeful that it is the the kickstart into uh some regular sessions for our for our small party moving forward. So there there may be more D and D talk uh in the coming weeks uh for us to discuss. There there certainly will be. Uh John gave me a, a DM account on his virtual tabletop and I've already imported all of Roll Twenty stuff for the Desert of Arayu campaign um so uh i you know in two to three weeks at least at least two weeks get all that set up uh kevin's back uh i might i might try to pull brett in i, I said do hey it. do you want to play he's like yeah he can, sure he can be he can be my kid from indiana jones 2 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah what was what was his name uh short, short round shia <laughs> We don't. We don't need to talk about. We don't, we don't talk about. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna play more D anD. d Yep, 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 yep. But uh, I, I want, I want to say as we, as we wrap up this episode, thank you for listening. If you, if you have any thoughts on Fall Guys, uh, you know, hit hit us up. Send us a send us a tweet on at App Enthusiast or directly to Travis at Juggalmino, me at Barnyard Cruise. If you Direct. have any, th- if you have any thoughts on. D and D, or or if, or if there's any unearthed arcana that you have experienced, or you would um, you want us to kind of bring attention to us, please do that. Uh, the aforementioned Twitter, our email at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail dot com. Let us and, know. And if you have a core topic that you want us to discuss at length on the podcast, uh, you can submit those on our Patreon uh, as as a Patreon. Uh, patron i guess that's what you're called uh as well as get access to behind the scenes videos and additional content the it's on random podcast is recently released another episode brandon is killing it with that one and uh you know other swag other swag yeah. comes out too so thanks to all of our patrons thank you to all of our listeners we appreciate it we, we couldn't do it without you guys and uh yeah it's about gonna wrap that, it up for this it's gonna wrap episode. it up Wrapping it up. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching, stick around for the post show. And uh, until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Bye. I had a lot more of bubba's. So I so I could find the so I could find the button. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.